Hello and welcome to another episode of the Near Mint Fanboys Podcast. This is Fred. And Brian. Hey, how's it going since the last episode? Oh, pretty good. Any, any, anything happened from between the last one and this one? No, not much. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten a little bit later, but that's about it. Yeah. We're a little bit older. Uh, but yeah, so we're, I think this is going to be, this will be episode nine. We're almost into the double digits. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about that? We'll have be... to do something special for episode 10, huh? <laughs> episode 10. <laughs> when did we start this show anyway? Let me see. When did our first episode go up? Uh, let's see. Three Men and a Little Bat Fleck was released on May 16th, 2016. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're 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 groundbreakers in podcasting. We're, we're yeah. Just, yeah, we're just like we're no one's ever done an annual podcast. We're do that. <laughs> well, we keep it doing this way, you know, one or two a year, you know, we could be the longest running podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> longest running with least amount of episodes. <laughs> that that'll do they do they have podcasting awards? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, well they used to. I know Stitcher has like Stitcher awards. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe we can get in on that. <laughs> yeah. Longest running podcast with the least amount of episodes. <laughs> oh gosh, we'd have to go like twenty years to get longest <laughs> running at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what was that. Well, I mean, d- depending on how I get this edited and released. Uh, what do you want for Christmas, or what did you get for Christmas? <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I know what I want for Christmas. It's, it's something I've wanted since I was, since probably 1989. Oh, no. That, that, uh, my mother promised that she ordered, but it never arrived at Sears, and then I saw it at Target, or uh, a version of it at Target is the uh, the 89 uh, Batmobile, uh, radio control uh, Batmobile. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was that was something that was promised for Christmas, and then she said like that Sears lost the order or something like that. Oh no! Yeah, and then I never got it. And then I was at Target and I saw the uh, whatever company makes those like uh, Hollywood Ride diecast metal cars. Oh yeah, they made like a an RC car of that that Batmobile. It's a pretty decent size. It looks like like a three and three quarters figure would go. With oh nice! It. Yeah, and it's like and it wasn't even that expensive. I, don't, I think it was like maybe thirty bucks. Oh for, wow! For like radio control, not even like the remote control with the wire. <laughs> right. So I hope Santa brings me that. Or if this is uh. after, or if this is after Christmas, Santa did not bring me that. <laughs> if, if life goes the way it normally goes for me. Right. <laughs> the only thing I have, the only story I have like that uh, is, and I don't know if it was for Christmas, but I remember Mom uh, telling me that she was going to. Uh, she saw the 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 flag, the GI Joe USS oh, flag. Wow! And she was going to get it for me. She thought the price was fine and everything like that. And then she saw on the box how long it was—seven <laughs> feet long. She's like, "Well, where's he going to put that?" <laughs> so that's why she didn't get it for me. Oh my gosh! Like, I, I was like, "No!" Oh my gosh! You could have found a way to to hang it from your closet door when you were done playing with it. Right? <laughs> There's gotta be something. We just slide it under the bed. I mean, can we? You I had know. A, a friend Kevin, 
that lived down the street from me when we lived like on in country estates in Leveland who, who uh-huh. had it. And I was like, this is amazing when they moved into their house because we both kind of moved into the, to our houses around the same time because we were like oil field brats. Right. So like all the oil field people lived in pretty much the same neighborhood. So I went over to their house when they were, because he had told me he was like that he had the flag and that um, they were getting it out of storage uh, when they were moving in. And he called me to go over there. So I ran across the street and that thing took up their entire dining room. <laughs> I don't think they ate a meal in their dining room for like the first year because that's worth it. But it was awesome. Oh man, <laughs> those were the good old days. And I, and I thought I was a spoiled kid until I saw that thing. I was like, man. Yeah, I. It's so funny to see pictures. You know, I, and I mean, we're in the holiday season now, so this is kind of relevant. It's so funny to see pictures of when we were kids and the the toy stores and the, the aisles and just the stacks of toys, you know, especially big things like mm-hmm. vehicles and stuff. And, you know, they had 12 or, you know, 20 of them just stacked yeah. on the shelf. And it's like, that's something you don't even come close to seeing t- today. Mm-hmm. You're lucky a big thing like that, that they have like two on the shelf at Walmart, yeah. you know, or anywhere else, you know, and now that, Toys R Us is, you know, defunct. Yeah. You know, and I, they, apparently they came back. They opened a store somewhere, I read, uh, yeah, I think for New Jersey. New Jersey, and I think there's one going up in Houston, if it's not already at the Galleria in Houston, I think. Oh, yeah. I was so, like, hey, we have to take a road trip. <laughs> right. There we go. We can do a <laughs> podcast road trip. I would do that. I still want, I always wanted us to go to the action figure museum in Oklahoma. Yes. Oh, we should have done that. Yeah. But then there's the toy museum in Austin that we could also go to. Well, yeah. Which I, was... I still want to go to the video game museum there in Las Colinas. Is it Las Colinas or? Uh, it's actually like on the border of uh, Frisco and Plano. Oh, okay. That's right. Frisco. Yeah. Yeah. Which there, and now there's like a, a video game stadium out there. Oh wow, really? Yeah, yeah, where they just do professional video game tournaments. Out there. Oh, funny. That is crazy. But yeah, I'd like to. I'd, I want to like to go to that. Yeah. Eventually. Well, we should all do stuff like that. Well, I think, I think you're going to be in the area <laughs> well, soon. So. You know, and you know, we should definitely do stuff like that. But it's really hard right now to do stuff like that. Now that we have Disney Plus. Ooh. That is. I true. mean. Oh my gosh, Disney Plus just released at the beginning of November, because we're sitting here and it's November 29th, we're about to hit December, Yep. and we just got into, it just got Disney Plus, we got, the we're sitting on the first, I haven't watched it, the first mm-hmm. four episodes of The Mandalorian, I haven't watched the fourth episode, so we won't talk about that. Yeah, same here, I haven't watched it. That's what I'm <laughs> so we've got three episodes into The Mandalorian, we've got all the Disney shows from when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just talking about like DuckTales and stuff like that. We got all the silly symphonies. They got Steamboat Willie. Mm-hmm. They got the computer that uh, wore tenor shoes. Yeah. They've got, you got the apple dumpling game, a- apple dumpling game. They got the sword and the uh, stone. And then they've got, um, what was the other one? The other fantasy uh, warrior one, black cauldron. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, holy cow, did they launch with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
and some good original material too. Uh, the we got to watch, um, got Braden to watch the the live action Lady and the Tramp. Oh yeah, yeah. We, uh, we watched the animated one first because he had mm-hmm. never seen it, and then we watched the live action one. And you know what? It was pretty good. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed what they did. They kept true to the story and everything. The only thing they really left out was, well, they didn't really leave it out. They had, so, in the animated Lady and Tramp, you had the Siamese cats. It's the mm-hmm. song everybody knows. We are Siamese, oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that movie was made in, like, 1954 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, the Siamese thing might be considered culturally insensitive today. Yeah. So they left that song out of the new one. They had two two twin cats and they caused a lot of ruckus, but they sang a completely different song and they mm-hmm. were not Siamese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was it was really well done. I uh, we really enjoyed it. Um and, you know, and we've we've watched a couple episodes of The Mandalorian. We've been watching some other things. Um what have you watched on it? Or have you? Uh, well, The Mandalorian, except for the fourth episode, which as soon as these headphones come off, that's the first thing I'm going to do. <laughs> Let me pull up my I got to wait until tomorrow. Tier and Braden are coming home tomorrow. Oh, yeah? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, well, I mean, my, my queue, I've got uh, what I've got saved. I've got Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. I got that one on mine. Uh, Robin Hood, the animated, which I, that's probably like my favorite of the animated movies. Uh, I, see, I have that one on DVD. We watch it quite frequently. Oh, really? but I love that. It, yeah. I now know that I love I love that I can just go to it at any time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, the Silver Surfer cartoon, Spider Man and His Amazing Friends. Uh huh. I got that uh, one. The Three Musketeers with Kiefer mm-hmm. Sutherland. <laughs> uh, but w- what I've been binge watching is uh, which I, I I'm always like it's always in my Amazon queue and then I never buy it the the DVDs of it. But now that it's here, I don't need to. But Gargoyles. Yeah. Uh, because I missed a lot of the second season just because there were so many episodes. And oh I, yeah, I don't think I caught the third season at all. I I know I didn't. Yeah. I didn't realize how many episodes were in a season of that show. Yeah. Well, it's weird because I think the the third the second season had like with sixty episodes. The first one yeah. had like thirteen. <laughs> so it was it's really weird. It's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of like Masters of the Universe, where it just but like, you know oh it, it was. It was Disney's answer to uh, to uh, Batman's animated series oh, yeah, from DC. Definitely. You know, and this cartoon is awesome. Like, oh, yeah, so and that, I know that's 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 been the biggest one of the biggest things about people from our age and everything is they're watching Gargoyles and they love this because mm-hmm. they now can watch it again. Yeah, because you know finding DVD copies were expensive and yeah. didn't always have things and. Stuff like that. So, you know, I mean, that's been, if I re- remember reading, that's been one of the top watch shows on Disney Plus since it started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can definitely see it. Yeah, so I usually try to watch a couple of episodes a night. That, and then The Clone Wars, I've started that from the from the beginning. Yeah, I, I've been doing Rebels because we haven't had cable in years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I never was able to catch Rebels uh, Star Wars Rebels in a consecutive order to watch it, <laughs> things like that. So I've been binging that one like crazy. Yeah. Um, we have the old DuckTales on uh, DVD, so Braden knows about that. So we've been watching the new DuckTales, mm-hmm. which 
uh, you know, funnily enough, if you don't know anything about it, David Tennant's doing the voice of Scrooge. Mm-hmm. And it is hilarious. <laughs> um, it's really, really, really funny. Um, and the thing that they really did that really kind of shocked me is, and I'm going to compare this to Ninja Turtles a little bit. So, you know, <laughs> we had the Nickelodeon Ninja Turtles, um, not this Ninja Turtle Rises one, but the yeah. one before that, the computer animated one, which mm-hmm. I love. To I me, love that... that yeah. That is my favorite Ninja Turtles cartoon. Mm-hmm. Even and maybe a little sacrilegious, even more than the original. Yeah. But I, I really like the way they developed the characters and they gave each turtle their own personality. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> even to the point of the back of their headbands being different links and stuff like that, you <laughs> yeah. know. Uh, so they did the same thing with the Huey, Dewey, and Louie in this one. Oh, really? They have very distinct personalities. One's a little greedy, one's kind of a big nerd, uh, and the other one's like a thrill seeker, you know? And what was funny is Tierra was talking about it, and she said that, you know, they all have aspects of Uncle Scrooge. Oh, you know, really? they're all like a, a, a one aspect of Uncle Scrooge. Like, there's the greed, mm-hmm. there's the, the big nerd, smart guy, and then there's the thrill seeker. Mm-hmm. So, they've done that, they've made uh webigail a much more interesting character <laughs> <laughs> you know she's not just the damsel in distress yeah. and everything like that but it's it's a much better and well thought out show than the original and i still love the original mm-hmm. uh yeah and the nice thing about it they kept the same theme song just sung by different people but it's it's the same theme song yeah i think like isn't it like every person from the cast has a verse or something like that yeah something like that I, th- I think I saw like a, a live uh, like YouTube video of them doing the recording of it or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I, it doesn't sound like it because I don't hear the different voices, but it, it, it is possible. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've really enjoyed that. And, That's cool. Man, there's just so much on there. I've got gummy bears. I'm excited to show Braden gummy bears. He's never Ooh. seen gummy bears. Gummy bears. Let me search. Oh, that. yeah. Gummy bears is on there. Let's see. Gummy Bears. There we go. That oh. was one of my favorites. Yeah, that was uh like home from school. Yeah, that was that was one of the first. Yeah. Before, that was before they even did the Disney afternoon stuff. Um The only <laughs> one on there that we had uh, there's a couple on there that I haven't found, but I don't know, I guess uh, like there's the Wuzzles is not on there. Um ah. Yeah. There's been a few things I've looked for that's not on there. Um, <laughs> you know, some of the movies are not uh, like Han Solo is on there, but you can't watch it because some of those movies are still under contract with yeah. like HBO and stuff like that. But it'll tell you when they will be available. So it's it, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but I guess the biggest thing on this is the Mandalorian, the original Star Wars show yeah. that they've done on this. I mean, despite the fact that this Disney Plus is just a ton of content, a ton of stuff that you know you had to buy on DVD or anything you <laughs> didn't have access to, and some of this stuff didn't even have access to it on DVD or or, or unless you had VHS, maybe. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so yeah, that. Yeah, they had some problems the first couple of days. I don't know if you had any issues with it. We, it 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 froze a couple of times on us, and 
and things like that or just wasn't them. But I mean, big surprise. It's, you know, mm-hmm. one of the biggest companies in the world. Everybody's downloading onto it and everything yeah. like that. And it has some issues, but I've, they've seemed to fix it. I haven't had any more issues with it out of it. Uh, and everything like that. But, you know, despite all doing that, they do an original Star Wars show. Yeah. That's uh, directed by John Favreau, or however you say his name. Oh, yeah, John Favreau. Favreau, thank you. Yeah. Knew that wasn't right. <laughs> uh, if you don't know who we're talking about, he directed the first two Iron Man movies, yeah. played Happy Hogan in the movies, directed the Lion King remake, directed the Jungle Book remake. Um, Pretty good direct, uh, and uh, but he's directing this, and uh, man, this is an incredible show. Yeah. Of course, a lot of people, it's getting a lot of people who have been disenchanted with the whole Star Wars thing since Disney took over. It's brought a lot of people, uh, friends of mine I know, back yeah. to it because it feels like old Star Wars to them. Yeah. For me, I enjoy what they're doing. I enjoy what Disney's doing with Star Wars and everything like that. I mean, I've enjoyed the movies. They have some problems. All movies do. <laughs> Even the original movies have problems, <laughs> you know, but I've still enjoyed them. I'm looking forward to, uh, was it called rise of the Skywalker or, uh, the rise of Skywalker, rise of Skywalker. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah. But this Mandalorian, man, <sighs> Yeah. Just an incredible thing, and uh, if y'all haven't watched it, I guess we're going to get into a little bit of spoiler territory. Eh, it's out there. <laughs> I mean, that's well, the that's reasons. true. I mean, if 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 you haven't watched it yet, but you've seen the memes, you've, it's already been spoiled. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised I was able to watch it. I mean, because I, I I still subscribed to it the day it launched, but I mean, I was at work. While like everybody else, I guess had the ability to watch it during the day, and all I kept hearing was like, "Oh my gosh, the, you know, you've got to watch it for the 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 ending and blah blah blah." And I was just like, I was imagining like almost anything, but except what happened. Right. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> is it going to turn out that he's really Boba Fett, or some other you know character that we hadn't thought about in a long time? It is definitely the one thing I wouldn't have thought in a million years they were going to do. Yeah, and I was surprised I made it through the whole thing without finding out beforehand. I, I did. We made it through. We watched it the first day, but we were, we all had to work. Yeah. You know, we signed up. For, I signed up for it that morning, or I'd signed up for it a couple of days earlier, mm-hmm. just pre-signed up for it, and then I downloaded it on that that morning. Yeah. But you know, we got to watch like an episode of like Quack Pack or something. Very <laughs> to watch. You know, and uh, so that's all we got to watch until we got home. You know, but you know. You know, you, you you work in a call center, so you're a little more likely to hear about it than I am yeah. working in a in a plumbing supply store. <laughs> they're not they're not talking about uh, the Mandalorian much there. Yeah. <laughs> now you don't have millennials working there. <laughs> <laughs> they do, but they're more interested in sports. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh gosh, I would they're trade. Complaining that. about the Cowboys losing. <laughs> <laughs> I would trade that than like my coworkers because I'm just like constantly having to like put earbuds in. It's like, nah, 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 nah. Uh, you know, so, um, but yeah, I mean, but as soon as, as soon as I saw Yoda pop up, baby Yoda pop up on the screen or whatever. And I was just like, I, I immediately saw like memes pop in my head where I'm just like, Oh my God, <laughs> this is, 
this is going to be it, isn't it? Like, like the internet is going to blow up with, with this. But they, they have, they have taken it and run with it. Yeah. And I, I, I can't call him baby, baby Yoda. Yeah, I've been calling him Yoda. <laughs> You know, because I think, oh, youngling from Star Wars, and he's, you know, because we don't know what the Yoda race is. Yeah. You know, here's a little interesting fact. So, you know, or I, interesting fact, I'm sure everybody's been looking this up and everything like that. But in the movies, or what's considered canon for Disney and Star Wars, this is only the third instance of Yoda's race being seen yeah. or talked about. Uh, the first is Yoda. The second is Yaddle, who was a member of the Jedi Council in the prequels, yeah. along with Yoda. And now there's this little Yodeling. Yeah. Uh, and you know, as I said in the the show, it's you know he's 50 years old. You know, mm-hmm. and they just age differently. Yeah. So I mean, you know, Yoda was 900 something years old at the end of Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. or not Return of the Jedi, uh, Empire Strikes Back when he. Yeah, well, Jedi Wait, we, is when he... When no, he, Jedi is where he died. Yeah, because right. Luke had to go back to finish his training. So, um, and this, and I don't know if you know this either, but the, the Mandalorian is supposed to take place five years after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Which so there's like, no way this is Yoda reincarnated yeah. or Yoda from another thing. Yeah. Which this is, is a completely tell. different character yeah that, that's how i tell fans apart right now is people just like that think that that is yoda yeah i was like oh gosh go back to yeah, read a little <laughs> now the, the other thing if you add in the extended universe all the comics and books and everything this is only the sixth instance of a an alien from yoda's race being mentioned or talked about mm-hmm. and they've never given the name of the planet they've never given a name of a species nothing lucas himself has purposely kept anything about this on the down low when they were writing the books and everything like that he would kibosh stories that dealt with that Mm -hmm. because he did he wanted yoda to stay a mystery yeah i don't i truly don't think he really knows or ever fleshed that story out (laughs) in his own brain you know <clears throat> if he did, he's not telling anybody. Yeah. He's definitely not going um, to. So, that. you know, now that Disney have it, there's an opportunity to do that. I just, I hope they do it right and mm-hmm. flesh it out well. And I, I, I like that John Favreau is kind of leading this up because, mm-hmm. man, seeing this, the first three episodes, it, it reminds me of a spaghetti western mm-hmm. mixed with a Flash Gordon mixed with like Lone Wolf and Cub. <clears throat> which yeah. is a you know a comic about a samurai traveling with a child um and it it man it does have that spaghetti western feel to it doesn't it yeah especially that first episode when him and the uh what's the bounty hunter droids or whatever oh ig11 yeah when they're just in that courtyard like just like firing away at everybody <laughs> he kept wanting to initiate yeah, self-destruct, self-destruct. <laughs> that was great I think before I, I, watched the I film. love that he's not taking his uh, the Mandalorian's not taking his helmet off. Yeah, he doesn't have a name other than the Mandalorian or the uh, uh, Mando. Carl Weathers calling him Mando. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I love Carl Weathers. By the way, he's yeah. uh, cracked me up. Um, 
yeah, it's 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 been fun, you know. It's 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 a good show. I wish the episodes have been a little longer, but they uh, somebody said uh, episode this episode four that came out today mm-hmm. is supposed to be the longest one yet. Oh really? Because the, the first one, episode was like forty minutes, forty. Yeah, 40 it was minutes. about forty minutes, and then the other ones then, were like. The second one was like even. 30 minutes. Yeah, or 38 minutes. Yeah, yeah, this one's 42. Yeah, this is the one where uh, Bryce Dallas Howard directed this fourth one. Oh, she directed... Okay, I saw that she got had directed an episode. Yeah. So this is the one that she did where it introduces... Uh, what's her name? That MMA lady. Mm. The, uh, Gina Carino. Oh, I didn't know about it. Oh, the one isn't she the one that played uh, in Deadpool as Angel Dust? Yeah, that's the one. Yep, I like her actually. I think she's really good. Yeah, I I really enjoyed her in uh, in Deadpool. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, I mean, you know, for for old time fans who haven't liked what Disney's done to say this is the savior of the the franchise or this is bringing them back, you know, great. I'm, I'm glad they're back on board and everything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's a good compliment to what they've done. Uh, you know, to me, it's a little more grittier, but it does feel like Han Solo to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, just the kind of style and the, the little bit of comedy and everything like that. And I really liked Han Solo. I know a lot of people didn't, yeah, but I, like it too. Yeah. I know it felt a little, disjointed because you had two different uh directors on it but uh, you do the best you can and you know in my opinion ron howard's a uh a miracle worker yeah <laughs> to make that turn yeah. that around yeah. thing. i like that i like so and i think i talked about it when we talked about that movie when we were reviewing it the only thing I that not that i didn't like this aspect of it but it was just like yeah come on we were just like everything that we know Han Solo for for his past took place in this one adventure, right? Like he does the Kessel Run, he meets uh, Lando, he meets Chewbacca. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> And then the, you know they end it with him going to go work for Jabba. You yeah, know, yeah. I, <laughs> so it it had potential, yeah. uh, or it still does. I feel like they could still do us another Han Solo film in there. And they really should have drawn it out into, you know, at least one, at least two films. Yeah. You know, um, cause I would have liked to seen an end result with Kira. Mm-hmm. I'd like to have seen, uh, something end up with Maul. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, if you've watched rebels, you know how Maul ends. Yeah. But I would have liked to have seen how Maul got from, Han Solo to where he got in Rebels. Yeah. Um, but maybe they'll to touch on that on, on. Huh? Which I still need to catch up on that one too. So, well, now you got Disney Plus. Yeah, it's no. not a okay, to my queue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about watching the, the Resistance one too. Um, Star Wars Resistance. Yeah, I've got it's a little bit different too. animation and it's taking place in between Force Awakens and Rise of the Skywalkers is when this one's supposed to take place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they have Poe as one of the characters in there too. Yeah, he, he shows up in one of the episodes I saw he showed up. Um, and then an action figure for that series too. Oh, does he? Which is already on clearance at Target. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I want to... So I, 
I don't know if you know this, but I love the astromech droids. So anytime I mm-hmm. see an astromech droid, I don't have. I try to get the little three and three quarters of any astromech droid I can. Uh-huh. So I do have a chopper, but they have <laughs> a new one on that show called Bucket, and it's like a stripped down <laughs> astromech droid that wears a uh, a flight helmet. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I've seen that toy too because it has a removable <laughs> helmet. <laughs> yeah, so I, I need that one. I don't I don't have that one. <laughs> But I, I love astromech droids. I don't know why. I just like them. I think they're fun. Yeah. I have a, a few of them. Uh, uh, I I really missed my opportunity because I just didn't have the money. But when we went to Disneyland uh, mm. a couple years ago, they had that build your droid thing. And yeah. I really wished I could have oh, built man. one or two astromechs. <laughs> but it was like, they were like 15 bucks a piece. I was like, <laughs> So... I didn't do it. I should have. I yeah. should have just bit the bullet. That's another. We'll, we'll have to do our own road trip there. And <laughs> get I'm trying oh, to see man. what else am I. Yeah, I watched uh, Thor and Thor: The Dark World also on Disney Plus, <laughs> just because those those are like the only two Marvel movies I don't own because they're always the most expensive ones. Which I guess is another. I guess it's yeah. I don't know. Two, I, I, two I studio have, thing. I have. Thor the Dark World, but I don't have Thor. I I was trying to buy everything, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm, I've got almost everything now, except like the the Thor movies. I have the I have Dark World, but I don't mm-hmm. have Thor or Ragnarok, and I don't have the new Spider Man. <sighs> Just couldn't swing getting it the first yeah. day it came out, which I'm is what I'm trying to do. Yeah, I'm waiting on the uh, under twenty dollar price range. <laughs> That's crazy. But, they yeah, they, man, they Disney, stay in the 20s for so long, like 26 bucks. I know. Disney Plus is just, man, it, it's a bit of a game changer. I mean, they've got so much orig- or so much content that they can throw on there right off. You know, I don't yeah. think any other streaming service had the amount of content that they did mm-hmm. to begin with. And, you know, the fact that it's, uh, Nat, uh, they've got Nat Geo on there too, uh, with the Marvel and the Star Wars and Disney and Pixar. Yeah, and now they've got all the Fox stuff also. And all the Fox stuff, yeah, yeah, and the and then the Hulu stuff too, because they've yeah. got the Dis or uh, Hulu Runaways, the Marvel Runaways oh, series yeah. on there. That's true. Um, so you know, because when they bought Fox, they got. It wasn't a controlling interest in Hulu, but it was a big portion of Hulu. Yeah. Um, and so that's why you can do, which I still need to do. They have a deal for twelve ninety nine a month where you get Disney Plus, uh, Hulu, the mm-hmm. base Hulu, and then uh, ESPN Plus. Yeah. Uh, for all for twelve ninety nine. Oh yeah, I thought you had already. And I thought you had done that. I was going to, but they didn't. They didn't offer that until after until the day it launched mm-hmm. so like i couldn't order that ahead of time mm-hmm. uh and then my hulu account or it was chase's hulu account we've been paying for it so i had to switch it over into my email address and mm-hmm. and my name yeah. before i could do that otherwise it wouldn't have connected oh the yeah accounts. i got you so i'm still planning on doing that i just haven't yet yeah but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, for somebody or for people like us who grew up with the Disney afternoon and 
all these old Disney movies and things like that, man. This is this is like a nostalgia dream come true. Yeah, I know with stuff because Disney's home video stuff had always been hard to come by, so it's right. cool to because to, because they're always you know with their famous for it's going back in the vault, which I'm sure right. they'll, they'll find a way to do it with this stuff too. <laughs> it's just yeah, we're well pretty... they even they even have a tagline on one of these uh, movies from the vault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like Pinocchio and you know things like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but there's some of these things that you know uh, my son hasn't seen because we've had no access to them. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know like the Black Cauldron. I don't know that he's ever seen that one. Mm-hmm. Not that it's the best one, but I, I like it, you know. But, you know, Gummy Bears is a good example. We've seen a little bit what I could show him find on YouTube, yeah. you know. And I, I know he's never seen any of the Rescue Rangers or any of the Tailspin. Oh, yeah, until they got Darkwing Duck and uh-huh. they got all that jazz. They've got both Christmas carols, Muppet and Mickey. Yep. <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of the Muppet movies... Um, They've got, uh, uh, what was it? Um, they got the National Treasure movies on there, of course. Uh, there was something else. What was it? They've got all the Pirates of the Caribbean, yeah, which is nice. That. That's cool. I, I own all those, but <laughs> it's nice that they have them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was. I mean, like old stuff too, like Spin and Marty. Uh, you know the the one thing I I hadn't looked for I, I, and and they may not have put it on there yet but like the old Walt Disney Presents stuff I would love oh, to yeah. see that with the little intros by him and yeah what was that stuff what was that famous animal documentary that they did where the desert one uh, what's that one with the the lemmings where it was later revealed that they had tricked lemmings into falling off a cliff on their <laughs> that one's probably not in there <laughs> <laughs> but they've got some of the other the, the Disney uh, movies uh, animal movies that they were showing in theaters there for yeah. a while you know the the flamingos and the chimpanzees and all that stuff Avatar's in there yeah, Braden watched sure. Avatar <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, I like some other yeah. categories where they're just like they have like a separate Spider-Man category. <laughs> yeah, and they and even in the short time that it's been out, they've already changed uh, their formats and how things are presented and everything mm-hmm. like that. You can now resume videos which you couldn't do the first couple, the first week it was out. Yeah. you know things like that. Um, which I've had, yeah, I had quite a bit of gargoyles starting from the beginning, and I was like, what already? Uh, you know, and again, some original content in there. The ones I'm interested in is is the encore with uh, Kristen Bell, mm-hmm. the world according to Jeff Goldblum. That sounds really interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, Braden's been wanting to watch the. They've got an original Christmas movie with um, Anna Kendrick oh, called no Noel. Well. Yeah, I want to see that too. And I've been we've been wanting to watch that, but uh, I told him we I said we can't watch it till you till you come back. So. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta wait till after Thanksgiving to start watching Christmas movies. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, man. I mean, it's an incredible service. It's got a lot to it. I mean, I'm not getting rid of Netflix anytime soon because oh. there's still a ton of great content on Netflix. Yeah. Um, 
I like Hulu because we can catch some live shows and stuff like that. We like to watch The Masked Singer, so we catch that on there. Um, and then we have our anime show, our country roll, so we do that. Mm-hmm. And then we pay for Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, and we use Amazon Prime more here now here than we did before because we're actually ordering stuff we can't find around here online. <laughs> so we use the free shipping oh, yeah. and everything like But That's good. Amazon Prime has like a bunch of like movies I hadn't even thought of in like thirty years. I was like, Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's surprising that the uh, uh what they have on there, yeah, because what was it? Like a uh, shopping mall on there? Yeah, they get some <laughs> they get some weird one. They've got Killer Tomatoes. Yeah, so Back that's... of the Killer Tomatoes is on there. Braden's been wanting to watch it, but I'm like, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, maybe just for the theme song. <laughs> yeah. And to see George Clooney. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, you know, and again, all the Marvel stuff, or a lot of the Marvel stuff, and there's, I, I'm so excited for the original Marvel content that's going to come on there, you know, the the Captain America and Winter Soldier, or, yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, the Hawkeye TV series. Yeah. Uh, what's that? Scarlet Witch Vision, what's that going to be called? Like, uh, oh, WandaVision. WandaVision. Which, that one has the most interesting synopsis that I still don't quite understand what's going to happen no. in that one. From Kenner's Star Wars collection comes the Stormtrooper, the Sand People, and all 20 action figures, including new Hammerhead, Snaggletooth, and more, each sold separately. And now, Boba Fett, Star Wars villain with his laser rifle. Boba Fett is not yet available in stores, but you can get him free with four proofs of purchase from any Star Wars action figures. Details on specially marked packs at participating stores. Offer ends May 31st. Star Wars action figures sold separately from Kenner. Secret Wars. Marvel supervillains are coming. Secret Wars. Can the Marvel superheroes stop them? Marvel supervillains and superheroes figures each sold separately. Here, Doctor Doom and the Doom Platoon. Magneto, Doctor Octopus. There, Captain America and the Champions of Freedom. Spider-Man and Wolverine. Secret Wars. The secret's out. Doctor Doom and Spider-Man. The Marvel Secret Wars collection. Other figures each sold separately. From Mattel. Well, talking about Marvel, one mm-hmm. of the other things I wanted to talk to you about or tell you about is this this really cool game that just recently came out from Fantasy Flight Games. It's called Marvel Champions, uh-huh. the card game, and it is what um, Fantasy Flight Games has coined as their LCG or Living Card Game System. Um, so there's there's collectible card games and there's um, there's um, trading card games and things like that. And a lot of those rely on buying packs of cards that you don't know what's in there. <laughs> so you never know what you're going to get, you yeah. know, and that's the collectible aspect of it. Well, they wanted to get, they wanted to make card games, but not, not them be collectible. So they made card games in this living card game format where they put out a base box that has everything start out and then monthly they'd try to put out a pack of cards that you could add to the game and do different things but if 
I bought a pack of the cards and you bought a pack of the cards, we would get the exact same cards. Oh, really? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's just buying like a mini expansion for the mm-hmm. game. So that and that's how they got away from it being a collectible style card game. Yeah. So this is what this really it's a, it's a one to four player game. Uh, you have a deck that comprises your your hero that you're playing, and then you have a deck for the villain that comprises all the cards for that. Um, and nobody plays the villain. Uh, the villain is the way the mechanics work mm-hmm. is you'll play against the villain, but it's just the cards that come out and how you interpret the directions on the card. Yeah. <clears throat> um, there's some deck building elements to it, but they've made it pretty simple. It's not having to build a card or card by card. They have, you know, you've got 15 cards for the Spider-Man deck. So if you're going to play Spider-Man, yeah. those 15 cards have to go in the deck. Yeah. And then you add an aspect which has another, you know, 25 cards, which I think the current as there's four current aspects. One's justice. Uh, I'll blank on. So uh, protection, aggression, leadership, and justice. <clears throat> so, so that's another part of that that you, you put into the deck. And then there's some, um, you can fill out the deck with these these common cards, but most of them are only one per deck, so it's pretty easy to put a deck together. Yeah. Um, now, the the neat thing that they've done is that, say for Spider-Man, so there's a little pot of cards that go into the villain deck for Spider-Man. So there's stuff specifically for Spider-Man in the villain deck. So if those cards come up, they affect Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't put those in there if you're not playing Spider-Man, but and then the the four character or five characters they have that come with this uh, heroes is Black Panther, Iron Man, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, and She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've got uh, they've come they've gave three villains in here. You have uh, Rhino, um, Ultron, and Claw, and they each have their own. And you build the villain decks just like kind of like you build the hero decks. Mm-hmm. There's cards that go specifically for that villain, and then there's some schemes that the villain has to that use. So there's like three different ones of those, and you just add those cards in there, and that's your villain deck. So it's it's it sounds complicated, but once you see it <laughs> put together, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's a truly cooperative game, which unlike some of the other game Marvel games that I have that are cooperative, this one, you know, you play cards and then the other player can play some cards and things like that, mm-hmm. and you finish up the hero turn and then you go into the villain turn, and <clears throat> whether uh, so your main card has a hero mode and an alternate ego mode. Yeah. Uh, so if you're if you're in your alter ego mode, the villain can't direct you, uh, can't attack you directly. So he'll scheme, which he has the scheme, and if he gets so many scheme to- or threat tokens on that scheme, he can win the game. Yeah. <clears throat> but if you're in your hero mode, he can attack you, and you can attack him, and things like that. And uh, it's really, it's kind of hard to explain in just a verbal description of how it works 
but it's it it is really interesting the hand size and everything like that mm-hmm. and the way each hero is built like with iron man he has pieces of armor and you don't want to switch to your hero side until you have a couple of pieces of this armor on you because you can do different things with it you know you can cause him damage by doing this or you know taking this or uh you know you can reset your hero so he can attack again you know there's different things those armor pieces do yeah but you can't attack the villain until you flip over into your hero side um it's a really interesting game i it's complicated right now because it just came out and people mm-hmm. are really trying to figure out the rules and how the cards are worded and everything like that. <laughs> but I think in the long run, it's a really simple game that people would pick up pretty quickly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because you said it's, uh, it can be one player? Yeah, you can solo the game. In fact, they, the, they have it set up uh, when you first open the game, yeah. they have these set of cards set up and said, here, you know, pull out Spider-Man, pull out Captain Marvel, pull out uh, Rhino, and it, it walks you through how to play with those and things like that before mm-hmm. it gets into the deck building. They have them pre-sealed together so you don't have to try to figure out which cards go with which. You just unwrap those and you can play it right out of the box like that. Yeah. <coughs> um. And they ramp up the hardness of the level. So uh, if there's two people playing, then uh, Rhino has, uh, if you're fighting Rhino, he he gets 14 health point per person playing. Mm -hmm. So he starts out with 28 health if you're playing two people. If you're playing, you know, four people, then it's um, uh, a bigger number. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this is why we need a YouTube channel so we can set it up <laughs> right. and play together. Uh, you know, uh, and then each each villain has two has three levels to his character. If you're playing an easy game, you play with level one and level two. If you beat level one, then you move on to level two, and once you beat level two, then you've won you've won the game. You beat the villain. Mm-hmm. But if you want a little harder, you can do level two and level three villains, or the the level, the level two and the level three villain, and just pull out the level one. Yeah. So it makes it a little bit tougher game. Um, and then if, I mean, they don't say you can do this, but I assume if you wanted to make it a really tough game, you could use all three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, and so you know, there's there's. There's little things like that, you know. Uh, Peter Parker has his, you know, web shooters and things like that. And there's different cards that kind of match how they play. And you've got um, sidekick style characters or things, you know, like Nick Fury and everything. He comes out and he's a separate little character that helps you out. Oh yeah. And stuff like that. So it's it's really thematic. It's really designed around each hero individually mm-hmm. having their own deck and you know adding some cards and you know you have those those aspects so you know i think right now i have spider-man with the justice aspect but i could totally take the justice cards out and put them under iron man and run that justice cards with iron man yeah you know so there's there's some of that so there's the people who like deck building there's some deck building involved 
it's just not as complicated as it is with like Magic the Gathering or something where you have to oh, figure gosh. out a whole 60 card deck. Yeah. <laughs> this, you just pick out a hero and some aspects and then finish it out with like, you know, 10 other cards. Yeah. That, you know, you can only have one of each anyway. Yeah. So, and the nice thing about the Marvel one, and this is the first time Fantasy Flight has done this, everything you need to play are all the cards you need for yourself and everything are all in the starter set. Mm -hmm. Used to be they would make these starter sets and they'd only put one copy of a card in there when the rules are you could have three copies of a card in your deck if you wanted to. Yeah. Well, this one has enough cards for a play set for every deck. Mm -hmm. And so that's nice. It's the first time you hadn't had to buy two core sets for one of their living card games, yeah. Dang. which I don't know why it took them this long to figure it out. Because <laughs> uh, they, they did a Star Wars one a while back, and I tried it. I didn't like it, unfortunately. They've got some other ones. They have a Lord of the Rings one. They have a Call of Cthulhu one. Yeah. Um, but this one, this one by far has been my favorite one of theirs. It's, it's, the, <clears throat> it's the most cooperative in my opinion, I, there's a couple that may be similar to this that I just haven't played. Mm -hmm. I think the Lord of the Rings one is cooperative, and so is the the Call of Cthulhu one. Mm -hmm. But I haven't played either one of those. But I, I I really like this, and I highly recommend it. I know there's some how to play videos on YouTube mm -hmm. if you want to check it out. Um, but it's excuse me, it's a really fun game. Uh, I have yet to play with. <laughs> Uh, some other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've done mostly solo on that, but yeah. I can really see <laughs> the the drive to this. And I like that it does have a solo mode because then I can play it without having to get somebody else together. Yeah, that's um, the aspect that, that I'm liking about it. I was like, oh, maybe I can finally pick one of these games up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and they've already got some uh, things planned to come out. They've got a Captain America deck. Mm-hmm. It's going to come out. They've got, uh, and, the, and here's here's the neat thing about this is they're got they'll have hero decks come out, and then they'll also have villain decks come mm -hmm. out. So <clears throat> you buy Captain America, and then you've also got a Green Goblin deck coming. Yeah, you know, that pulled up and, here too. I was like, wow, that's cool. That Captain and then they've got <laughs> a, yeah, they got a Wrecking Crew one, which they just announced that one, and that was really interesting because yeah. you have all four of them out at the same time, which is a big difference to, yeah. the, to how you play the other ones, you know? So, and then they have Miss Marvel is the other hero yeah. deck that they've announced. <laughs> so, um, it's pretty cool. And they have, you know, looks like they have game mats also. Yeah. They always do accessories <laughs> and things like that. Uh, it's like, that's for posers. <laughs> No, I mean, it is it is what it is, but I'm not going to spend extra money when I can buy the decks instead. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So. Well, I have to pick one up. I'll throw that on my list with the Batmobile. <laughs> Radio control yeah, Batmobile. It, it's a neat game, and yeah. I've, <clears throat> I really liked it, and. After, if I get what I want for Christmas, which is the the Marvel miniatures game called Marvel Crisis Protocol, mm -hmm. maybe talk about that after Christmas. <laughs> cool. Or or not at all if this comes out after Christmas and oh, I didn't yeah. get. 
I'll do my, I'll do my best. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> but that's that's Marvel Champions. I think it's a really neat game. I think it I think it's got an easy level of access entry. Yeah. Um, there is some reading, obviously, you know, learning how to play. But they, they've got the Learn How to Play book, and then they have a rules reference book, which I really like because you can just look up, like, one word, you know, mm-hmm. move, and it'll explain everything of that yeah. or you know, yeah. maximum hit points. So it's got <laughs> a little glossary here that explains, you know, specific terms that once, you know, if you've read through the deal play and you get to it and you read a card, because this is one of those games where you have a base set of rules, mm-hmm. but every new card or every card that comes out can change that base set of rules. Yeah. So it's nice that they have that little glossary reference thing, and that's that's super helpful for yeah. games like this. Was it a big yeah, I I think it's got an easy level of entry or easier level of entry than some others. Um, I, the artwork's really cool. It's really colorful. It's really thematic. You really feel like you're playing Spider-Man versus. Uh, Iron Man, you know, yeah. I mean, the, the play of Iron Man is very different than the play of Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of, and this is something that I like, there's a lot of asymmetrical play, yeah. even though you're working together. Um, you know, you play you would play each deck a little differently than you would the other one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and you can find the best combinations between the aspects and the hero of what works, you know. Black Panther's really cool. He has this thing... <clears throat> He has these equipment cards that get put underneath him, and then when you play uh, Wakanda, the Wakanda Forever card, and there's like five of them in his deck, mm-hmm. every one of those uh, thing, uh, every one of those items under him can go off, yeah. like like in a like a chain event, a mm-hmm. series of things, and uh, you know, so you play one of those Wakanda Forevers, and you know, things goes off. Um, the other neat thing is that it has the paying for mechanic of cards is kind of interesting because they have at the bottom, these little, like that little fist symbol, yeah, things like that. So this, this card right here is worth one fist symbol, Mm -hmm. but it costs three resources to get out. Yeah. So you'll have the cards in your hand and you'll play three cards out of your hand into the discard pile to be able to put that one card out. Mm-hmm. Now there are some cards that uh, give you more resources than just the one, but that's usually the base. And there's like four different symbols for different resources. And sometimes if you pay for a card with that particular resource, it'll do something extra. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's, uh, yeah. Uh, and so, but as all those cards will eventually get reshuffled back into your deck. Um, just like the villain, eventually his deck will get reshuffled and start a new deck. And when that happens, there's some other mechanics that'll increase the level of hardness in the game. Yeah. Is this a good uh, starter uh, game for uh, beginners? Or... Um, yes and no. <laughs> I think if you've played games before, this will be fine. Mm-hmm. If you haven't played any kind of games before, I think you may have a little bit of growing pains with it, but I don't think it's so hard that you can't get into it. Yeah. 
compared to other games like this, it has an easier level of entry. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think the learning curve is that big. Yeah. Um, but if you've, if you've never played any kind of card games like this, that could be what causes the learning curve to be bigger because if you don't understand that basic rule, I told you, and this magic is the same way. You have a base set of rules in these card games. You have a base set of rules, but you need to know that when a card comes out and contradicts those rules, the card is, is right. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's hard. Mm -hmm. I think there's some good YouTube videos out there that explain it again. A lot, it just came out. So a lot of people are still, deciphering the words on the cards and everything <laughs> like that. Um, it took me a little bit of time just to figure out how turn order worked, but that's, I couldn't read the rule book and figure that out. I had to set the cards out and put them out and actually play through it. And that's why I'm glad it has a solo mode, mm -hmm. but actually play through it before I understood how the turn of order went yeah. and things like that. Um, so yes, I would say it has a medium level of, entry mm -hmm. into it but not impossible yeah cool i may have to do some more research on it and because like i said i do like the whole aspect of the the ability to play solo because that would be the only way i would get to play it around here so. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, i'll definitely do i'm gonna do some more research yeah, on into it. it yeah i'll watch some of those youtube videos after i watch the mandalorian here tonight <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's you know me, I'm a, a big game guy and yeah. everything like that. And, uh, that's just, I, I, this was too hard to pass up with <laughs> with Marvel being the theme and everything like yeah. that. And, and I, I think that's what makes it, for me, really shine is that it is Marvel and it is thing like that. If this had been... And they've done similar games under different themes and everything like that. Mm -hmm. um, like the Lord of the Rings, they've got that one. Um, but I wasn't really interested in it. You know, I, I love Lord of the Rings, but I just it just didn't didn't appeal to me. Yeah. But this one, this one did. You know, the individual heroes and everything like that. I think if they had made the Star Wars one more similar to this, I probably would have liked it better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it feels like that one would probably fit in with like what you're describing with this game. I think Star Wars would fit. Yeah. Well, and the biggest difference with the Star Wars one is the <laughs> Star Wars one was more of a head-to-head -head game, mm -hmm. you know, that oh, yeah. you had to have two people to play, and you couldn't play more than two people. I see. So this being a, you know, one-to-four-player game, and it being cooperative where all four players are trying to to destroy the villain and mm -hmm. not one player's attacking everybody, yeah. it gives a little more camaraderie. It's easier to be like, oh, what cards do you have? Do you have something that can stop him from doing that? You know, and things like that. And you can and you can play cards like that because you can play interrupt cards outside your turn and things like that. Yeah. So the, the the cooperative aspect of it makes it really feel like a a team of heroes trying to take down a villain. Yeah, that's cool. And I think that's the thing they nailed on this is is the way the mechanics work really drives home the theme yeah <laughs> got some stuff on your to-do list huh <laughs> yeah. gotta watch youtube videos on the marvel game i gotta watch the mandalorian i gotta watch the banana splits trailer probably some gargoyles before bed i just finished up uh 
the third season of She-Ra on Netflix. Oh, did you? God, it's already three seasons? Yeah. Well, the second season was pretty short. It was only like six episodes. Yeah. Eight episodes. The third season was longer. Um, man, it was really good. Was it? Yeah. It's, so, uh, well, you know, it's like the Voltron one. I think we talked a little bit about this, you know. I really liked Voltron. I was mm-hmm. not disappointed in it at all. Yeah. And, you know, She-Ra's being done by the same, basically same group. Yeah. DreamWorks and same animation and everything like that. And it's been really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the way they left, of course, they've left it off in a cliffhanger again, so I don't know when the next season's coming. <laughs> but I am curious to see if they will tie her into He-Man or at least let you know where she came from. Because they have said that she was brought in from a portal. Yeah. Uh, and everything like that. But uh, what they've done, and I don't want to spoil anything for them, but what they've done with Horde, uh, Hordak and the, the Horde and everything like that in this third season was really interesting and how that all uh, wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, yeah, it's it's been really good. Surprisingly, there there was some times where I was like, oh, let's I don't I really don't know what's going on or whatever. <laughs> but I, it was it was it was really good. Again, yeah. like Voltron, they had some episodes like that. But it's it's funny, it's it's witty, it's clever. Uh, it I like that they're taking these shows that we had as a kid and we loved them as a kid. But if you watch them now, it's like, it's, it's almost painful to watch. <laughs> like I can't watch old He-Man. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know some people can and they love it or whatever, but I can't watch it cause it's, it's, it's painful to watch. It's like, there's no story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and DuckTales in, and in essence, is kind of the same way. The old one, I can still watch it. It's not painful to watch. Mm-hmm. But they, they definitely did a lot of one-off episodes, you know, and it just one-and-done type of thing and, and stuff like that. Well, I love that they're taking these characters that I love and I care about, and they're doing new cartoon series with them, and they're giving – they're fleshing out a story. They're making a continuing theme going through them, and they're they're giving some meat on the bones. Mm-hmm. Um. And they've done that with Voltron. They've done that with uh, She-Ra. They've done that with the new DuckTales. Um, I can't think of anything else they've, <laughs> off the top of my head like that that they've done. I, I, there's some I wish they would do. I wish they would do that with G.I. Joe. Yeah. Uh, mm. You know, uh, I'm hoping, you know, She-Ra will eventually lead into He-Man. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't really know what the, the deal on that, if that's something that's in the works or they're just... Blowing it off completely. I hadn't read any of the stuff on that. Um, oh, for the one that Kevin Smith's doing, or well, I yeah, no, I or the She Reverse version of the She Reverse. I don't know if they're going to do anything with that. Yeah. Um, I forgot Kevin Smith was doing that. <clears throat> Actually, he. I was just thinking the other day, uh, he never finished his uh, his uh, North trilogy. Moose Jaws has never come out, oh, has yeah. it? Yeah, no. 
Because I was kind of waiting on that one. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't really like Tusk, but I enjoyed Yoga Hosers. Yeah, I still haven't seen Yoga Hosers, but I own Tusk. I should have asked him when I saw him a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, uh, no, I just watched Yoga Hosers again the other night. Yeah, uh, it's on Netflix. It's. Uh, yeah. I like it. I it's it was definitely better than Tusk. Yeah. Tusk was rough. <laughs> That was a hard one to watch. <laughs> yeah, Yoga Hosers is in my queue, so that's another one. I got a busy weekend coming up. <laughs> I keep adding. You're gonna you're gonna cut me off, so I stop adding <laughs> stuff to your watch list. <laughs> <laughs> How was? Did you get you got to see the movie though, right? Uh, yeah. The was movie. it just the? Just like a meet and greet thing. I uh, know it was the the movie they introduced the movie. Uh, and this is the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Reboot, yeah. Which I did write a a, a review on our on our website, so go check that out. Oh, have to go. Who hasn't checked it out yet? I have to go watch check that out. <laughs> yeah, just a couple of quick paragraphs and some photos, but yeah, it was pretty cool. They did the they did an intro, uh, and they uh, did the movie while he sat in the back row. Uh, then did a Q and A that uh, went, went too long to the point where like the because they had a second showing after ours, <laughs> so of course his Q and A's went went long and I think there was only three questions asked but his answers are are pretty so long. So it was it was him making it longer, not the people asking the questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, that sounds uh, about right. <laughs> it was him, uh, Jason Mewes. Uh, Harley Quinn Smith was there because she was uh, shooting a pilot uh, TV show here in Dallas. So she happened she happened to be in town, so they brought her up on stage also. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was cool. And then there was like the meet and greet photo op thing. I, uh, I splurged, which I'll be paying for for a while, and got the VIP package. So I got the, the, um, the photo op and uh, like the little VIP lanyard, which, I mean, it's not like it, got me anywhere else that nobody else could go into <laughs> it's like the, <laughs> right. the smallest theater in texas it seems like uh and then then they mailed me a autographed copy of the script that i got in the mail a couple of days ago nice yeah but it was cool it was really cool i definitely enjoyed it something i never thought i'd get to do i mean even though i've seen him uh when he did the he came to town with his podcast like probably about 10 years ago so i saw that recorded live but i didn't meet him then so this was cool i'm a huge fan of the guys so yeah and he gave me a big bear hug because i was wearing a an original jay and silent bob strike back t-shirt from 2001 that was like super faded that was one of those limited (laughs) run right uh, that they only sold at the stash shirts that i ordered online and it wasn't like one of the new ones that they Uh produced since then and he noticed it right away as soon as i turned the corner from my photo op oh neat and he was just like hey (laughs) <laughs> and he, and he knew the, you know, like all the, the, you know, trademark information and the the fine print underneath the, right, the lettering and stuff like that. And then he just reached his arms out and just gave me a giant hug. Oh, that's awesome! And he was like, "You're an OG Viewskew fan." <laughs> so yeah, that was fun. I was that, that I was I got the reaction I was hoping I would get. I was like, "If he's got to notice the shirt, <laughs> right?" <laughs> that's awesome. That's you know, a good was, story. I'm about 10 pounds too big for that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. He looked like he was 
way too small for his his jacket yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he and I traded we traded roles. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. The tour's still going on, so anybody if if that tour is going to your town, check it out. Yeah, but it's it, the movie's hilarious. I mean, it's all nothing but inside jokes. So <laughs> like yeah. no no one unfamiliar with them would be able to to view it and there's so many cameos and stuff. It's crazy. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. And it and it makes get you a little teary-eyed a couple times. <laughs> Affleck made me cry a little bit. <laughs> Jason Mewes made me cry a little bit. It's all in the review. Go. I'll get, go we'll go read the review. Yeah, everybody go to nearmanfanboys.com slash uh, what was the name? What was Your brother actually named that thing. Oh, oh that, Was it you or uh, Chase that wanted to call it blogged and boarded? I don't remember. <laughs> uh, that was one of y'all. But yeah, that was the... Uh, that that's our our link for our pretty much our our blog essentially. So, yeah, it was anyway. probably Chase. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah, and if anybody reads it, give us a, give me a nice review on my on my writing <laughs> of two paragraphs. <laughs> oh, yeah, just to keep stuff on there because my goal for the site is we uh, we'll be able to get uh, media pad, uh, media badges for comic cons and stuff like that. Okay. If we have enough, right. con- if we have enough content on there that uh, I can use that for uh, whenever conventions and stuff come to town, I was like, yeah, we're part of a media site. All right. Well, I'll have to start trying to write some reviews then. <laughs> <laughs> That's not stuff. my not my strong suit, but <laughs> I mean, most of those sites just copy other sites. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they just reword stuff and put stuff in quotations meaning that they stole it from another <laughs> site so. just copy and paste and put a big quotes around it yep, there you go. <laughs> now you're in the media there we go <laughs> and that's it <laughs> oh we've run out of steam ladies and gentlemen <laughs> and with that that's usually the the bat signal has been turned off it, it it it's off. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for the 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 lantern battery needs to recharge. Oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> the uh, or the ring needs to recharge. Yeah, maybe, maybe uh, that maybe that's the closing tagline we've been searching for <laughs> since two. The trident needs to be needs to be sharpened. The uh, <laughs> the uh, X Men suits need to be washed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. All those things. We'll choose. We'll we'll do rant. We'll do. We'll have a rotating closings like that. I like that. I like the lantern battering needing to be charged. <laughs> Write that one down. We got to incorporate that as our closing. <laughs> well, you got anything else before we say goodbye to that nice guy that listens to our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, we're good. We're. Uh, I'm not going to make any promises that. We're gonna get another one done before the uh, the new year starts, but uh, <laughs> we'll at least attempt to get some in in the new year. <laughs> yeah, we'll give it a try, folks. Come on, you you just got two back to back before Christmas. <laughs> Be thankful that was your that's your Christmas gift. That's your Christmas gift from us. <laughs> For, yeah. From us to you. Yeah, from us to you. So uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that jazz. Yeah, so this is Fred and Brian signing out.
See you guys.